Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of The Voice of the VIP. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Abraham Joseph Ajenifuja. I'm the creator of the VIP concept and also the author of the VIP Christian. VIP stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose for life and every area of life. The VIP is expressing the beauty of the glory of God in our lives, whether in the family or in education, in relationships, in religion, in business, in governing, or in leadership. In other words, the VIP covers every area of life. If there was something that wasn't covered by God's vision, intent, and purpose, that thing was not. That thing would not be existing. God's VIP is the means by which God has chosen to express the beauty of his glory to us humans and also for us humans to express it to the world. It's a beautiful concept of how all the things that God has created live as interdependent, interconnected, interrelated entities. Because beauty comes from how different things exist in themselves, they are unique in themselves, but in their uniqueness, they can also interrelate interconnect, interdepend on other entities that have their own uniqueness. For us humans, it looks impossible that everyone should, you know, keep to their own sides, especially in a time of crisis, in time of scarcity, But God has always intended before he even created anything at all. That that is what he wanted. That is what he wanted to do from the beginning. That is God's good pleasure. To bring beauty. Out of things that seems not to reflect that. Or don't have that internally. 
because with God nothing will be impossible. Last week I gave um, an introduction of how the VIP became, you know, how, you know, in my growth and development from childhood, I did not have a concept of value. I did not have a concept of value. Values were things I appreciated on the outside, externally, in a way that value was framed for me. But it wasn't something that I actually experienced on the inside. I did not know what value was. Value was framed as being able to get a very good education, a, a very enterprising profession, you know, that commanded respect and dignity and, and influence and impact in, in the society. So that's what I did. I played again, and I'm sure there are many of you listening to me have experienced the same thing in one way or, or, the, or the other. That the environment in which we grew influenced us in many, many ways than one. And part of who we are today has a lot to do with the way uh, we were raised up, the kind of community, the kind of environment that we grew up in. So I did not have one. I lived life based on other people's you know, framework of value. And that was not a good thing because internally you're not happy, you're not fulfilled, you know. You're going to school, you're having a good grade, you're passing everything, but you're not, you know, you don't see the worth of them. And I mentioned about how um, I came to the United States and, you know, went to this church and, and um, you know, was, was um, visited and then, I had for the first time uh, what the gospel really meant. The gospel is good news. That I could not create value myself. I need an understanding of what really what value really means. And that I got when I became a Christian, a believer in Jesus Christ. Once that happened, Everything about value became, you know, uh, the next level. God just built on that understanding of the gospel. So this podcast is something that um, was born out of my... reflection of life during um, Corona. Because the VIP book has been written by the grace of God and I wanted to do something with it. I wanted to use it to bring a lot of value to the world, to the family, to educators, to, to, to business, to governments, to leaders, you know, mainly to leaders. You know, regardless of whether they are Christians or non-Christians, it's just purely leaders. Because leaders are the ones through whom God 
expresses the beauty of his glory. God will raise up leader from the beginning of time. From the beginning of time. Or even let's go back before time began. Because there was a time when there was nothing at all. Nothing on the face of the earth. In other words, if we all take time to trace back our genealogy, you know, our ancestry, and trace it back as far as we want to trace it, we're going to trace to the point where there was a time when there was no human being on the face of the earth. No human. Nothing. No sun, no moon, no stars, absolutely nothing. Until God said, let there be light. And then God created the human. And we can see the historical evidence of, of human beings and the face of the earth and, and things like that. And the way that God has chosen to do this because God wants to reflect the beauty of his glory. That's what God intended before he created anything. God wanted everybody to see the beauty of his creation, to know that he is, that nothing came to happen by chance. God created them according to his vision, intent, and purpose. So nothing right now is existing randomly. No, there's a VIP, the vision of God, intent of God, and purpose of God behind every single thing human that God has created. So that when we look at the moon and the sun and the stars and the sky, we see the beauty of the glory of God here. We see the beauty. I mean, we see wide expanse of beauty that our, our hearts and our mind cannot comprehend because they are things of eternal nature. And we as finite beings, we can't comprehend that, but it causes us, it causes something in our consciences. And that thing is the awareness of God, awareness of the Spirit of God, whom no one has seen or can see face to face because God is Spirit. So through the ages, God has always, you know, Ensure that the beauty of his glory will be manifested. Knowing fully well that there are other actors in the world. Okay? There are actors in the world, spiritual actors and natural human actors who are seeking to limit the beauty of the glory of God. In all the things that he created, especially in humans. So that's why when I was reflecting about what will God, how how can I maximize, how can I make sure that I'm maximizing, you know, the thing that God has revealed to me. It was a tough choice. I mean, it wasn't easy. It's not easy, because I see VIP applicable to a lot of every area of life. So as I was, as I was contemplating uh, about the life before Corona, I said, well, 
the world was living under value because the world wasn't aware of God VIP. We were living under value. I was living under value. And when Corona came, I took time to reflect. And things changed because life will never go back to the way it used to be. So what is it going to be? What is it going to be was a challenge and excruciating, if I can put it that way, when you see life being lost, when leaders have no answer to what is happening, when the schools are being shut down, when homes, you know, we are all staying homes, School shut down, business shut down, stock market falling down, where everything changed. I was not thinking the way I was thinking before Corona. My thought processes changed completely. And in my reflection, in my contemplation, in my meditation, in the presence of God, that was when God reveals to me to bring the VIP in a very special and localized identity point of impact where it can make the most the most effect and the verse that God used for me was the verse in the Bible where Jesus said to the Pharisees who are trying to entrap him, you know, they were trying to entrap Jesus. They came to Jesus and said, well, Jesus, shall we pay tax or not? You know, because if Jesus said, well, don't pay taxes, it's rebelling. And when he said, pay taxes, they said, well, he didn't care for the Jews. So Jesus said, well, give me a coin. Bring a coin to me. It didn't take them long to get a coin because they had it. You know? So Jesus took the coin and said, whose image is on this coin? And they said, Caesar's. Then Jesus said this, then give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. When I reviewed that phrase, statement again, I saw that the problem facing humanity all over the world today is right in the midst of giving to Caesar what is Caesar's and giving to God what is God. Because Caesar is the representative of government. Caesar is, is governing, is government, is leadership. Okay? And there are also the, those who are being governed. So if we as leaders who are not 
we're either Christian or non-Christian because this podcast applies to every single leader in the world. As long as, and this is the only requirement, as long as you are spiritually aware that it's God, this podcast is for you. So you have government on one side as Caesars and the agent of, 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 of Caesars, you know, government regulators, government police, government finances, government, you know, um, roads and safety, governments, uh, every aspect of governing that makes a society safe is government. Okay, and you have to govern all the others. So, in my book, so you have God, you have government, and you have the governed. So, the problem we are facing in the world today is being the government and the governed. Okay, that's what is creating crisis. You can go to anywhere in the world today. Okay, you're going to see a government, and you're going to see the governed. And you're going to see undervalue that is causing friction on both sides. How many countries have budget surplus in the world? Very few. Even if they have budget surplus, it's just because of financial surplus. There are also um, deficit in, 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 in social relationship, cultural relationship financial businesses a lot of deficit all over the world so there's a friction between the government and the governed and that's what is causing the problem all over the world today but if you know how to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and know how to give to God what is God's the world would be a better place to live because giving to Caesar is respecting the government is obeying the laws Okay, it's, it's obeying the law, respecting the government as unto God because God is the one that established governments. If you know how to do that, and then if you know if the government himself knows how to give to God what is God's, that is, just as the image and the coin is of Caesar's, the image of God is on the human. So when you look at any human being, whether it's black or white or Hispanic or, or Spanish or, or, or Asian or any other classification that we have given ourselves because we are one race, okay? But whatever classification we give ourselves, the image of God is on us. Look at the eyes of any human. Just look at the eyes. Look at the eyes of any human. Look at the eyes. Don't you see something that's just so... You can't put a value on that. You can't put a value on any human being. It is true the human that God wants to express the beauty of His glory. So I reflected, I said, well, this is it right here. It's, it's to help bring the VIP in such a way that we take foothold in the hearts of those who are governing and those who are being governed. 
Because as I've said before, we look at the world today, that is the problem we have in the world today. And so I reset my emphasis, my um, value propositions into the world in that space of bringing the VIP, bringing the government and the government together through the VIP. And that's why my heart, my heart aches today. My heart aches. As well as your heart and the heart of billions of people all over the world right now who are aching. Who are aching about what has transpired in the world. I know what I'm talking about. George Floyd was videotaped as he was gradually, as life was gradually being taken off from him. My heart aches for my heart aches for God. My one, I mean, God doesn't need my heart ache, but my heart aches because God created all humans to express the beauty of His glory. But George Floyd has no chance to do that anymore. All the amount of all the, all the creativity, all the value that George Floyd was to bring to the world has gone. My heart aches for George Floyd's and George Floyd's family, his brothers and sisters, his mom, his dad, and all the relationships that he has built over the years have been cut off. My heart aches for the black and the white people, all of us who are on this together. My heart aches for those who are, you know, given the reason for this, for what, what has happened under the banner of racism. My heart aches because there have been so many of those things happening so frequently. And it makes sense just to connect them together like that. After all, there's another man that was killed in Georgia. You know? And there's another woman who threatened or made an accusation of that black man. And they are all whites. So, you know, people can just make conclusions there. That, well, it's racism because it's happened before. It's already been happening. So it must be racism. My heart aches for white people who are for the cause of racial reconciliation, who are truly, and I've been doing that for a long time, and for black people who are for the cause of racial reconciliation. They are invested their life in there. My heart aches for them because, you know, when things like this happen, those people, blacks and white on both sides, 
who have been fighting for racial reconciliation for many, many, for many, many years, will have to, or have been placed in a position where they have to prove the negative in that they are not racist. Because that's the un, unintended consequence of, you know, using racism all across the board. But the problem is much, much deeper than that. It's much, much deeper than that. What if the video had not caught that slow killing of George Floyd? What if there was no video to catch it? Well, it would not be in the news like this. And the hearts of those who did that will see me going as if, you know, nobody knew. And there are many, many other things going on in the world today that are not in the open. But it's much, much deeper than racism. And it's a call upon leaders, those leaders who want to see the beauty of the glory of God being expressed in the world. have to stand up and realize that all this is happening under our watch. Because the, the, the man who put his, 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 his leg on the neck of George Floyd came from a home, went to a school, have some friends Perhaps belong to a club or associations, and the symptoms of what he did, they have always been there, unless some leaders who knew that, who either kept silent or encouraged it. I mean, how could somebody be killing another human being right there and? You know, it shows the the, the, the the signs of arrogance that I can do this anyway. That's what it looks like to everybody. That I can do this. And when it's finished, it's stood up as if, yes, I've finished my job. I've given to Caesar. I've finished my government responsibility, my police responsibility. I've finished it. Is that what it means to give to Caesar what is Caesar? Is that what it means to give to government what governments you know, demands of police officers. There are many leaders in the police department right now who are having to deal with their consciences. Because this problem is all the way to the level of the conscience of all the leaders who have taken part in raising this police officer to who he has become today. There are many, many leaders who have contributed to what has happened that have put the whole world in turmoil today. Those leaders have to deal with their consciences.
yes so that that is the way to get to the root of this you know racism is evidence that it could be i mean it's part of it i mean it's, you it's happening more frequently you can't deny that it has no part it has no part to play in there you can't deny that but you can't also deny that you know there are also black and white people black and white leaders in the police department who have you know they've had the opportunity to root this kind of behavior out but they did not you know now there's going to be a lot of soul searching i'm saying that no there's no soul searching there's conscience and if that conscience is cut off from the spirit of god it's going to be a crazy cycle of soul searching and will allow this kind of thing to be happening over and over again that's why the vip leadership is the solution to this problem because right now we have a lot of other people like these police officers who are there all over the world all over the world who have taken laws into their own hand i don't think there's no this is not what caesar expects from this police officer this is not what the government expects no government would you know tolerate that or put a stamp and approve of what, what happened no they have taken laws into their own hands they're all over the world and because some leaders have either allowed it they have blinked at it they've encouraged it and so people took the law in their hand and they are doing it well why are leaders doing that is it because they don't know that it's a bad thing or they cannot identify some of the symptoms of a very deep problem If that is the case, if that is the case that leaders can't choose from right and wrong and good and evil, then the whole world is in a big, going to be in a big shock. It's going to be unseen human tragedy that's going to happen. If leaders cannot identify between good and evil, But I believe that there are leaders who can identify between good and evil, but they don't know, or perhaps they've been hindered by the bureaucracy or by fear of losing their clout or losing their influence or losing their, their status in, in their department, not only police, but, but all over, in education, in, 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 in religion, in, in business, all over. People who need the right thing to do but because of fear because of fear of, of of being you know made insignificant they played along with the game and they allowed all those things to happen so my friends my art x my art x my x also because if the, the root of the problem will not be discovered with all this, there's going to be another kind of committees, another kind of, 
you know, white paper and that kind of money and budget for this and that, and the root of the problem is still being is still missing. And I believe the VIP understanding, knowing and understanding VIP is the answer to the problem that we are facing today. So I would describe it as a battle between good and evil. Good and evil operate in the hearts of every human, whether they're black or white, male or female, old or young, there's capacity to do good and there's capacity to do, to do evil. It depends on the quality of leadership that we are under that will let us know whether to choose good or choose evil. But this, this podcast is to help leaders who really, really want to make a difference, who are spiritually aware, to equip them with vision, with intent, with purpose, so they can fulfill God's, God's call upon their life to be servants, be servant and govern God's people. So that God's beauty, God's glory can reflect all over the world, can reflect in the family, can reflect in our schools. I mean, look at a year or so ago, we were shooting in schools. I mean, what kind of education, what kind of education has somebody gotten that says it's okay to take a gun and shoot another human being as if it's an animal? There's something wrong with the education. And it begins from the home the schools. So the beauty of the glory of God is to reflect in everywhere under heaven and especially in human whom God made in his own image. The reason why the world is under value, the reason why the world has a deficit because the people of God who have been created by God to reflect the beauty of the glory of God did not live up to even begin to express it because their life was cut short by things like this. There are other ways that we can talk about in the whole world where the life of humans are being cut off. They are not able to fulfill the beauty of the glory of God in their lives. There are wars. And who are the ones that decide about wars? They are leaders. So that's why I want to help leaders to know that there's a latent emotional um, energy that have been stoked for many, many years that needs to be neutralized, that needs to be change so that people act to reflect the beauty of the glory of God and not to go down to the level of human tragedy. So we have a lot of work to do as leaders. And then my podcast, my mission is not only to help those current leaders of today 
but also the emerging leaders, those young leaders coming up, who are saying that enough is enough. You have told us this, we have gone to school, we have done this thing, and all this that is happening, enough is enough. Your leadership style is not good enough. You're going to change. My mission is to address and help the emerging leaders to understand how to express the beauty of the glory of God. Because that's how to have fulfillment in life. That's how to have peace, profit, prosperity. And God is looking for people who are going to stand up. As many, many leaders have stood up in the past that God has used them. You know, I remember that that um, that, uh, that commercial of the uh, the Marines looking for a few good men with medals with Marines. God is looking for people who are humble in their heart, who see the gap, the wealth gap in the world, the vision gap, the intent gap, the purpose gap in the world, the wealth gap, the undervalue, the suffering, the children. Can you imagine what kind of world the children are going to be living in next generation if? Leaders today don't do anything about what's happening in the world today and not relying on the old methods that created this problem. Can you imagine life children be living in? Oh my! We must do something and we're doing urgently. It's a matter of urgency. There is a voice in every human that wants to speak out. That's an inner desire that wants to speak out. There's a light within that I want to come out to shine. Okay? But because there's a gap in our gospel, that light is not able to shine. That light means silence. It's been stamped on. That voice has been silenced. And people are dying in ignominy. And we are living under value. 20% under value. I mean 80% under value. We are only realizing 20% of the wealth of the world. So my friends. Please look forward to um, other information. How I'm going to be able to do that. For the meantime, if you want to know more about the VIP, please go to our website, www.abrahamjoseph.co. There you can get the book, the VIP Christian. You can get the um, Kindle version of it. You can get the uh, audio version of it. Um, you can get, you know, my schedule for speaking engagements about the VIP. Um, and there are many, many more things that will be coming your way. But thank you for coming and thank you for uh, for listening. I know that our ad eggs, okay, we want to get to the root of the problem, the life of a human. There's no value you can place on that. There's no value you can place on that. We need to rise up together, blacks, white, Spanish, you know, Asian, all of us together. We are all made in the image of God. To express the beauty of the glory of God, if we can come together to love each other and focus on the common goal, this world will be a better place to live than today. Thank you very much, my friends. 
Until next time, may God richly bless you and have a VIP day.